nearly four and five of those covered here in the state had received some sort of uh, tax credit or subsidy that helped make that insurance affordable. Now, uh, you mentioned uh, affordable coverage. Uh, the critics of the law, of course, uh, including uh, Michigan Attorney General Bill Schutte, have said that uh, the uh, health care law has been harmful, that it's not as affordable as uh, supporters uh, have said that it is. Uh, so when you say uh, affordable, uh, how do you respond to those who question that? Well, it's about making it affordable for the individual, and certainly there's, there's some ramifications on, on the federal budget that still have to be worked out and will be worked out in the future. When we're talking about the individual, uh, the subsidies and tax credits are very important for helping them secure coverage. And we believe that people with coverage will uh, better utilize health care and eventually reduce uncompensated care costs that affect um, our hospitals, our government, and our businesses in the state. Now, the governor has said that uh, now that the Supreme Court has ruled on this issue, his priority is going to be expanding the Healthy Michigan Plan, uh, which helps uh, people find uh, insurance. I believe it's covered uh, over uh, a half million people who've uh, gone that route. What is uh, the Healthy Michigan Plan, and uh, uh, what, what would it take to expand it? Well, it's not about expanding the Healthy Michigan Plan. It's really about maintaining the Healthy Michigan Plan that we implemented last April 1st. So we've been up for more than a year, and it was maybe the most successful implementation in the nation of of the new Medicaid program that was allowed under the Federal Act. Uh, We're covering more than 600,000 people. Uh, Our our program, with input from the legislature, uh, was certainly, uh, certainly it has a priority of personal responsibility and cost sharing that uh, individuals are encouraged to uh, take a health risk assessment and assess their own health, and then, and then that, is, we feel, is a motivating factor in helping people become healthier. It also pushes for primary care um, and really looks to decrease uh, more expensive emergency room utilization, and we believe that if, if people uh, use their health care more efficiently, they'll not only have an impact on their own lives, but will impact um, the cost of health care in the state. And uh, when we look at uh, who applies uh, for uh, coverage uh, using the uh, federal subsidies, uh, you know, you look at uh, how many people uh, live uh, in rural parts of Michigan. Uh, we've heard uh, uh, from uh, small hospital uh, groups who say that uh, this is a good ruling for them. Yeah, the, 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 the belief that either the Healthy Michigan Plan or uh, those covering the exchange uh, impact mostly urban or cities is is not accurate. I mean, there's there is um, a population uh, under 133 percent of the federal poverty level for the Healthy Michigan Plan, and above 133 percent of the federal poverty level uh, in rural in rural areas of the state as well. Who this these programs really benefit as well. And, and like the hospital administrator said, you know, rural, small hospital or large urban hospital. Um, many of the people who are coming in the door now have coverage and and are able to um, pay for their coverage uh, rather than the hospital having to absorb those costs. Right. And uh, this certainly uh, alleviates a lot of uncertainty. Uh, many of the people who were uh, uh, getting the coverage uh, through the federal exchange uh, were a bit nervous because they could have lost benefits had the Supreme Court uh, gone the other way. And the issue was uh, that uh, uh, the, the argument was that uh, only only people in states that have 
health care exchanges of their own, state-run exchanges, uh, should qualify for these uh, for these subsidies. Had the Supreme Court ruled that way, uh, it uh, really could have uh, 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 had a negative effect uh, for people who get them here in Michigan. With that in mind, the governor, who supports having a state-run exchange, uh, has uh, faced resistance from the legislature. Uh, do you see uh, the possibility of perhaps uh, reviving uh, that uh, effort to get a state-run exchange, and do you think this ruling might uh, persuade uh, or change some minds in Lansing in the legislature? Well, the governor supported a state-based exchange and pushed for it a couple of different times in the legislature, and um, you know, quite frankly, we couldn't get the act passed. So you know, that's why we've relied upon the federal exchange at this point. Um, you know, much of much of the performance, you know, the information uh, technology components have been and worked out better. So I'm not sure there'll be a big push uh, to establish a state-based exchange. That's something we'll go back and revisit. But so this time now, you know, our focus really shifts on trying to ensure that we can get this second waiver approved for the Healthy Michigan Plan. Because what does that, that mean? We we need to uh, under the Healthy Michigan Plan statute. Uh, we're required to get a second waiver. Um, the waiver, go to the, we have to go to the federal government, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, to get permission to implement what is in our act. Uh, if we um, if we are unable to get those approvals from the federal government, uh, then the law states that we would have to end that coverage uh, effective April 30th of next year. So now our priority shifts ensuring that uh, our coverage is maintained for those that are in the Health of Michigan plan. Do you think this ruling will help you get that waiver? No, I think they're independent decisions. Uh, the federal government, um, the federal government really reviews these these uh, requests from the states to do different things with their Medicaid programs through these waivers. Uh, you know, really in a in a way that um, they're ensuring that they're following the federal policy around Medicaid. So it's a completely independent decision.